I'd rather you didn't have, you weren't staring at me. Do you know what? I'm just going to do the intro whilst you stare at me because maybe it'll make me do it first time because I'll be so nervous. What's happening, people? I have Andrew. Andrew? I just called you Andrew. <laughs> I, have, I, I have Aaron in the background trying to put me off. As you probably know, I don't have any sponsors. I don't have anyone funding this podcast. I'm funding it out of my own bank account. So all I need you to do is sign up for the Gemmo Fix It programme in the description below and like it on whatever platform you're on or whatever the version of liking it is. Rating on Spotify, rating on Apple, leaving a cute little review on Apple Podcasts. Whatever you can do to help the podcast, it would be appreciated a lot. Enjoy the show. Yeah, I was in Manchester the other day and we were out and some girl walked past me and goes, Rory. And I was like, you all right? She goes, I see you off Instagram, Scottish. Yeah. I goes, well, how are you? She goes, Celtic or Rangers. <laughs> That's the first thing she said to me. Out of anything, I was just like, are you serious? I goes, what are you? She goes, Celtic. I go, see him. <laughs> just walked away then. Oh, oh, we, we love it. How many followers have you got now? 280,000. To the T. <laughs> to the T. And so you've been gaining a few followers on Instagram. What I, what I ask you was, what was it like to go back and play against Linfield, score a goal, and still get beat? <laughs> heartbreaking. <laughs> heartbreaking. The fact that I put us up 1-0 up, it was absolutely heartbreaking. And, um, yeah, and then I got injured two weeks later, which just made things I see now there's no more football stats nah, after that. That's it. Do you know what? Done. So see my research for people, I usually go through their Instagram. Aye. But like... Especially when I look through Sean's, then Tony's, then yours, I'm like, I'm getting nothing from Aye. like seeing because we all make similar content. Exactly. So I just typed in really cross <laughs> See the stats. And at Google, I was just on the transfer market. Um, I and I was, I was trying to work out how much you were worth, but Aye. I couldn't figure it out. Fuck all now. Is um, it? Yeah. It was there was one stage all the boys were taxing me about football manager. Apparently, I was quality and football manager. They, they, they all had me on their on their one team. One of those growers. I so buy when just like... playing in the Irish league all the time, just scoring goals for fun. I didn't go any further than that. There, <laughs> tried to get into England, and they're just like, nah, not good enough. But just stay in Ireland, and you play. But all the boys had me, and they always sent me over the stats and all. So I was only good in football manager, not in real life. What happened? Just well, obviously, I was over in Manchester United. I had a lot of injuries, but I'll always say that's not the reason I didn't make it. It's, it's hard to make it at that level. It was just it was mental. Mm -hmm. And when I came home, I got released at eighteen. Came home, played for a year, went to America. Same process, got injured again, and just came back home. And that was just sort of like my career summed up was well, injury, play well for a bit, injury, play well for a bit, and then what injuries? Ankle every time. I done my knee in. Oh, sorry, I done my shoulder in America. That was my last one. My AC joint, but it was always ankle ligaments every time. And it's the mine still racked there. I went back to football two weeks ago, just locally, just to train. And the uh, physio I seen just said to me, "You shouldn't be doing it." But I, I just can't be arsed. What is it you've actually done to your ankle? I literally, if I got a list out, it's about that long. I text my old physio. It's like. All these mad, you know, I don't know all the fucking scientific words for it, but there's like three ligaments snapped, cartilage hanging off the bone. It's all that there. And I was supposed to get surgery with Portadown last year. And um, this is an exclusive because we fell out over it all, but I played oh. the Gaelic match. Uh, I played 10 minutes at the end of a Gaelic match with my family. My dad was the manager. Is that the one you posted an Instagram yeah, picture I'm, of? Yeah. Is that what fucked you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my two brothers played with me and I was like, you know what, my dad says to me, can you give me 10 minutes? I've done the warm-up just to help the boys. And I goes, fuck it. I was seeing the lights by we were, we were four points up and I was like, right, I can come on and score the winner. And then I came on, we won, thankfully. Uh, not because of me, I actually missed the one-on-one, -on -one, but we'll, uh -huh. we'll go over that. And I got a phone call the next Friday and there was poured it down. I was like, well, how are we going? They're like, yeah, we're just going to have to postpone your payment for a while. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, were you playing in the Gaelic match last week? And I goes, who told you? And he goes, I seen a photo. I was like, ah, fuck. You didn't need, post, you didn't need to do it for the likes, no, man. You'd have got away with it. I didn't even put it up. It was, a, it was a local newspaper. And I was like, you bastards. Because Portadown from where I live is about 
45, 50 minutes. So like they wouldn't really see the local paper. So it, it wasn't even in my mind that I would have got caught doing that. And they yeah. were obviously paying for the whole surgery and everything. So um, yeah, I went up and met with the board and stuff and they just explained it's business and it looks bad. You're able to do that and get away with it and all. Yeah. So I was just like, look, we'll just agree to disagree here. I thought I, it's still... 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, it's like 10 minutes in the game. But I just signed the release form from there. We just agreed just to sort of go our separate ways and that was it. I, did, I didn't get my surgery. That's why there's no more stats on Google. No more stats. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got better stats than me now. <laughs> Mate, I went back to football about three months ago, but I like just played like, amateur or whatever, and I went back to an amateur team, and it is the most disgusting group of type of people yeah. I've ever met. In my Cigarettes half time after the game. Just it's <laughs> from a place called Airdrie in Glasgow, mate, and I've honestly never. I hope none of them hear any of this. I, I've never met bothered. bigger tramps in my life. That's like I was actually like a user disgusting. That's Sunday league football. Like, proper racist sort of comments uh, coming out all the time. Then they put me in a group chat, and it was just like. Um, one of them posted a video then what about but fast at the orange walk I was like get me to fuck get me so that's far that's not a bit of you to fuck out of this shit that is minging and even the guy like what about this I'm like I wouldn't say I don't really get angry but I do get angry when I play football uh, I play, like I was it's the adrenaline the first two games I played, I played like really, really good. Aye. And like I've got a good touch and stuff, but I get so sore after I play football. Like all my old injuries come back Aye, as well. You feel like you like, can't walk for two days after. Yeah, yeah. Aye. And like I'll, I always used to go with people like, how sore do you actually get? Because yeah. I, I feel like I get ab normally. I'm so really I'm, sore as well. I like, actually feel like I've been hit by a bus. So I, I don't know if it's because sometimes when I'm heavier, when I'm when I'm lighter and in better shape, I feel like I recover better. But yeah. when, when you gain a bit of timber like and you back, start playing again. The back of my Achilles was like fucked as well. And like I couldn't see, we were playing on 3G and I couldn't let turn and all that. That's the worst place And it was like well. 24-7. Like I, like I was work, doing clients in person and stuff Aye. as well. And it's just like, I'm so Can't sore. even do the demonstrations like, for them. Why is, why is my shoulder sore? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I but um, uh, we were doing a corner and like this guy had been arguing with me in the pitch and I do like winding people Aye. up but I'm just a wind up merchant and I was winding I them tell. up. And then there was a guy who was like six foot five <laughs> and he just went, you do the TikTok videos. Oh, no. <laughs> in, the middle, in the middle of the pitch no. as well and I was like, I and he was like, make any money? I was like, fuck it. No. <laughs> fuck all. <laughs> just sub. Please sub me. I don't, I don't know what to do in this situation. Oh, man, it's Because so... there's one guy trying to give me stick. This uh, guy's asking me how much money. <laughs> how do you drop body fat, man? <laughs> oh, it's it is. Horrible. It's bad. That happened to me last year in a Gaelic match. We, Gaelic's quite aggressive. Like when you're getting I've in, been to see it a few times. In tackles, and we got in a bit of a scuffle. And some conscious goes me. Just go and make your wee TikToks, mate. Then I was like, oh, it hurts like You it's... can't come back from that. No, what do you say? You've no comeback. I go, so your ma watches it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. It's the only thing you can afford. <laughs> your ma loves it. <laughs> Such a horrible thing to say. Were you good at Gaelic as well? I was. I, I don't want to blow my own trouble. I was half decent. My, mm. my little brother's really good. He played for County, which is like the high level of Gaelic. Yeah, you have to explain all these uh, things. Yeah, that's me. what I was going to say. It's what, see when you're Just trying put to explain it. Celtic or Rangers categories to me. <laughs> I don't even know how to with that there. It's that complicated. But um, he played at the highest level, basically. It's basically like playing for your country, in, like Scotland, for, for example. Thank you, mate. Um, so we've always, our family's sort of sporty, so we've always been decent. But how, how good was he? Was he like James Forrest good or Henrik Larson good? If he watches Henrik Larson, if he's not watching James Forrest, no, nah, he was. He was decent. He's better than me, and I won't admit that in a lot of things. And uh, I even got him into the gym there when he was oh, really? thing and he's stronger than me now he's just got that natural athleticism and it breaks my heart because really I don't fucking up yeah and he just takes the piss out of me now so. surely you have a bit of that though from football no yeah I've got to, I've always had 
the greedy bastard initiative in me. Like I just love food, and mm -hmm. even when I said this when I was over at United, I still act like a bastard. But we trained that much, and I was young, and it just didn't affect your body but whatsoever. See when you hear like all of the like Gary and everyone stuff talk uh, about it. Their diet wasn't class. Exactly. Roy, Roy Keane talks about his but diet. They, like, like, that culture back then was like pints after matches, yeah. even if you were a first-team player, but now you don't have that. It's all recover, ice baths, all this shit. And I still live in that sort of old attitude where if I have a match, we're out for pints after, and it's yeah. always been like that there. But um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's sort of when I stopped playing football, I continued eating shit, and that's what made me gain a lot of body mm -hmm. fat after. And then I've, I met Tony, and I, I got in with him, and I'd done the same, and I just yo-yoed for a couple of years. And it's did, just did trying you to... live in England then? Yeah, I lived four years in England. How's moved that? away when I was 14 and with a family. It was good. Like, people say, did you not miss home and all? But I actually didn't. Like, I just, I've always been straight tunnel vision to be a footballer. And then when I got that opportunity, I just took yeah. someone's arm off for it and moved over. And I never really missed home. Like, literally not once. Cause it's England. Like, it's only 30 minute flight away. So it wasn't too stressful for Manchester's me. literally just over the water. Yeah, literally like 30 minutes. just over the water, so. But it was, an, it was an amazing experience. And me, me and my missus started going when I was over there. So we've done long distance for two years over there. Moved back for a year and then we've done three years when I was in America as well. So it maybe just helped us that wee bit before I moved to America, sort of live away from each other. There's a rumour going about that you said that Scott McTominay was shite when he was younger or oh. that he was like a little midget I, Yeah, I didn't say shite. Though. You, said, you said he was a midget he was and tiny. then he had a growth sport. Yeah, sport. he was under 18s. He didn't really play much and that's not me chatting shit. He didn't play much. He was, I'd say he was about 5'8". Or five nine. Oh, really? When we were under 17s, 18s. And then I think they kept him on because the, they knew he was going to hit a growth spurt because he had really bad knees. Same as Rashford. Had the, it's, oh, I, mean, I don't know the name for it. It's like something slaughters or something. I had it. Yeah, really oh, bad. It was good slaughters. I had it in both yeah. knees. So like five or five of the people in our team had it. It's you mad. could tell we had because we had to have plasters the lumps, on. And you get the wee lumps at the we bottom had, of your knees. But we had wee plasters over uh, them, like blue plasters. I don't know if that's a Glaswegian thing. That's what I was just, <laughs> that's what I was just trying to cover up. Plasters. I just <laughs> stick that on, that'll stick. That wee bump will go away. And we were all fucked with me. I couldn't sit on a... See, my worst nightmare was like sitting on a plane Aye. or something because it would throb yeah because it's bent constantly it was agony like, yeah. so I couldn't I couldn't do like a long distance journey or I would have to sit and like stretch go, out go like that go for a dander yeah and I still <laughs> think it's a wee bit that affects you still a wee bit but it's a, the actual bumps away yeah but that was horrific it is brutal and that's him and Rashford didn't play for a good six months at one stage because they were recovering they couldn't play in 4G pitches or anything like that they just weren't allowed to and then they obviously kept them on because he was going to hit one the cunt's massive now he's like 6'4 six, six, yeah. but um he, he was never playing too much and I would still speak to him sometimes outside of football and I, fuck him actually because I texted him about going over to the United match last year and my missus he's like yeah text me when you were coming over in the week before and I texted him the week before I got nothing I seen, I seen this Quite clip on TikTok of minute. a guy saying I was a midget shove <laughs> 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 your tickets up your arse <laughs> you were come you were shite anyway <laughs> oh, no. can't even get a game for a port of death <laughs> fuck off I was injured a swarm injury prone <laughs> But no, he's a good lad, Scott, he was. And so most of them were. Like, over there, it was such a hostile environment as well because you know you're playing against everybody. Even though you're on a team, you're sort of like, fuck him if he's doing well. You don't want them to do well if they're in your position. Yeah, because it's not even... It's also, I'd imagine it's not even about your actual team doing well because yeah. you're thinking, no, but I need yeah, to get into the exactly. first team. So, like, we were getting beat and I scored three goals. I couldn't give a fuck if we got beat there. <laughs> as Buzz and I scored. Mm. And it's, it's the same. Sometimes boys weren't passing me and stuff like that. You had that a lot. Um, there was one boy I hated in our team and like we never seen eye to eye. And this, I said this in another podcast before, over there it's mad. You think everyone's just wee goody two shoes. 
if you had an argument, the boys went and got the boxing gloves and you fucked them in the changing room, you used to beat the fuck out of each other in the changing room. Really? 1v1 every time, yeah. Until someone's like, right, that's enough, that's enough. They used to crowd round and let two boys take into each other. Was this the coaches? Were no, no, the coaches didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> they probably did. I mean, they just didn't get involved with it. But they, like, that's. I had an argument with a boy once, and he says, "Right, have a boxing match." And I was like, "No bother," because I knew it would have took his fucking head off, and it did. And I was right. just like, "Why did you even try that there?" And he goes, oh, "I just wanted to." I was like, "Fair enough." <laughs> I mean, he's a wee small guy. Like, just it's, get it out of your system. Yeah, and but did you see AI after that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Some days I love them, some days I hate them. It was one of them relationships. He's a wee. He was from England. He's a wee one of them wee cheeky wee fuckers. You know, like, what did you try? On English people, uh, no, that's what are you saying? Anybody English people about here? <laughs> I slag them off all the time, <laughs> but no, there's just you have a lot of attitudes and fucking change rooms like that who think they're better than other people, and then where we're from, where it's just like everyone's equal, where we're from, and just as like, fuck it, I'm not having it. That's what it was like. I think that was the most painful thing for me in London. Aye, was just hearing the chat, yeah. <laughs> like, see if you go out in a pub and like, oh, we made this deal, uh, and you're like, shut it's up. just not like back home at all, fuck is it? Up. I know. So, I think I got high blood pressure from living in London. I couldn't picture you in that third environment. I eat twitching all the time. Oh, <laughs> Fuck up. That's what I found most painful. Um, with that, like, do you regret anything that you done, or is it jank? It literally is just you got injured. Yeah, um, I wouldn't even say if it's just got injured because I even think if I didn't get injured, I would have had a better chance. But I don't think I would have made a Premier League standard. I generally don't. I'm not saying I'm not good enough. I'm not saying I'm shite. But I just think I could have definitely played at a higher level in England. But I just don't think I would have been at United. I just, I just don't think I would have continued that mm. far. But in terms of regrets. No, I hate that cliche. No regrets. Fuck all that shit. But I was sort. I don't. I like. I. I don't think I done anything out of the ordinary. We went out a couple of times and got caught. But I don't think that determined whether I got a contract or not. Because I think all of us got caught at one stage. But the boys got to go home at the weekend in England, whereas we had to stay. So like there was. Was there a lot of you that had to stay? There was me, a boy from um, Glen Gormley, fellow Jordan Thompson. He plays for Stoke. Championship, right. um, me and him and another boy from Bristol, and unfortunately we all enjoyed a drink and lived together. So oh. we would go out at the weekends, and if we got the people knows everyone about Manchester, so we would get caught brought in the office on Monday and get a telling off. Like so, that's the only thing maybe I regret a wee bit was drinking too much over there, but it didn't really affect. I don't think it affected. See if you don't mind me asking, and I'm going to ask yeah. anyway. Like how much money you was on when you were like that? Hundred and fifty a week. 150 a week 150 which was mad when you're 14 or no it didn't get that they were 16 sorry first two years I was in a schoolboy scholar so I was in school over there and we didn't get paid but they give you like an allowance if right. you know what I mean but it was like they give it to the people that live with you and stuff and my mum and dad sort of just give us a wee bit and you didn't spend too much but when you hit 16 and got your own wages like I literally spent every penny before I moved home oh, 150 quid yeah 150 <laughs> quid a week what's that oh, I mean, I was fucking but you, but you got it in a month so it's was like what like, uh, I don't even know what 150 600. Like, 600 I was mad at 16 years old you're just sort of like what the fuck so we were just going like ban shoes ban all the expensive <laughs> stuff and that's the thing you can't buy shit clothes because if you walk into the change room with shit clothes in a, in a Premier League team you get absolutely slated for it like I wore a Primark jumper once and got oh. absolutely rinsed oh really yeah I wouldn't wear Primark for four years. <laughs> I swear to God, you ask anybody close to me. I wear anything now. I don't give a fuck now. But back then, I would not buy anything unless it was the, like designer or something. And I just fell into that trap of just not wanting to get the piss to clean It's so out weird because the footballers have the worst dress sense exactly. out of anyone. Because all the designer stuff, shite. I, like, yeah. I've seen Balenciaga selling bin bags for a grand. I've seen <laughs> yeah. it the RDN on Twitter. Oh, really? Oh, like, I swear to God, with like, a wee wrap around the top of it. Like, Scott McTominay's probably one of them. Fucking <laughs> 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 midget. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's you, you fall uh, into that not trap. Scott McTominay. No, I like no, him. because the goal he scored against was that Israel. I think yep. is probably the most I went mental. Serious. Apart that and 
when David March- Marshall saved Mitrovic's penalty, mm. the guys in the Euros, mate. See, see, every time Mitrovic is taking a penalty now, because I watched it with my dad, and it's like we uh, actually like fucking nearly tore the full house down when we went to the Euros. Every time Mitrovic is taking a penalty, my dad's like, "You can miss those." <laughs> <laughs> Seen it before. <laughs> Likes to miss these. <laughs> You and just, I think it's like the only one he's your missed. dad just like you? Yeah. I, I got pictures out there. My humour comes from my dad. Yeah. I like just <laughs> self-deprecating as fault. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. My dad's the opposite. Is he? Yeah, like I, I'm very outgoing and loud. My dad be very... Your, vo- like your voice is quite loud. I'm loud as fuck. Yeah. I, this is so Catholic, but I've done a reading at uh, like my nanny's funeral, my granddad's funeral, and Sarah's sister's wedding. And every time I came out of the, the church, everyone blacked me. You're very loud in that microphone. <laughs> Everybody be like, yeah, and whatever to Christ and everyone, and I'm like, well, I don't know, straight down the microphone. And everyone's, hey, look, and everybody's sitting like that there. I've just got a really loud voice. I just project it really far, but probably from being on the pitch as well. Yeah, because I am quite. Yeah, it's another thing. I was captain in America, so I had to be loud. At the first year, I was really quack. So couldn't be arsed with. Yeah. And then as soon as I became captain, coach like, you need to be a bit louder. And then when you start swearing over there, we you weren't allowed to swear in our league in America. Oh, I'm America, that's what you're saying. Aye, fuck, not over here, saying, Jesus yeah. Christ! If you don't swear, you get booked over Aye, here. Exactly. But um, we, it was hard because, like, even if you score, you're like, yeah, fucking get in. The referee sort of look at you and just sort of put your head. <laughs> swear to God, like you get booked for. Oh, swear. you're freaking. And you're I a actually, good goal. I, yeah. <laughs> I was bullied. Going good. That was a <laughs> smacker. <laughs> but it was fuck. It was such a different a culture shock as well. Yeah. When you go to England. Back to Ireland, and you fall back into the Irish habits of just being mad, and then go to America, where I was in South Carolina, it's very like um, religious and stuff. So nobody really swore and shit like that. Well, obviously in college we did, but like yeah. on the pitch, if you went in public, like all oh, it's just all like very religious people. So it was like a culture shock as well. The fact that we done a meeting beforehand, and our coach said this, like you can't swear or you get booked and you'll get punished by the the college as well for doing. I was like, what the fuck have I, I got myself? <laughs> I was like, Mark, get me a flight home. <laughs> I'm not staying how, here. How did you come? To go to America, I was meant to do it as well. Yeah, like, I, I get, you you were you must be half decent in football if you do like the freestyle and stuff. Though. No, it doesn't cross over at all. A wee bit. Wee I would bit say I was controls. a six out of ten in football. That's good. I think above five is decent. Yeah, it was just like decent. <laughs> just, but very, you could play. You could probably play decent. in America because it. Yeah, would no, be it was about, good enough to play. Yeah, there. Um, and. We went to do it. so we had to go through the trials. And we, like they let anyone that could kick yeah. a ball straight, and, and <laughs> you're, you're in. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I went to go to a meeting with my dad, like in Glasgow, and the guy was just like putting all the prices out. And my dad was like, nah, "Here's yeah, I'm not. It's very expensive." <laughs> he was like, "Who do you think I am?" I actually signed He's like, up. Well, the... Whatever it was, like fifteen grand a year. It's like yeah. I'm making twenty five grand. You can't. <laughs> How am I going to pay for that? <laughs> and your shape, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you've got glass knees. Get in the house. <laughs> if you're half decent, I might have thought. Get in that fucking tonics factory. That was my job. <laughs> so I, you, you I was gonna go. Um, I'd done it for like a month when I came back over lockdown in one of them agencies, and I was trying to do it. I was trying to. I had to get in the call and explain to people how much it cost to get their son over. I was chance. like, I can't do this. Like I generally, because no one's gonna fucking do it. It was like yeah. this one was quite. It was like twenty five grand to get over for a year. I was like, who the fuck's paying that kind of money? People don't even make that in a year anymore. And footballers is very, it's like a very working class thing. Yeah, exactly. Like playing football where I'm from is definitely a working class Aye, thing. It's no natural. one has that kind of money to no, just throw it, you. No, it's just, you, you do it, you don't even want to, but you just do it growing up because everyone else is doing it and yeah. you just sort of, if you're good enough, you go a wee bit further and if you're shy, you just stay. Yeah, how, how was America? I loved it. I generally did love it. The, the whole, um, like, that's what I said, the culture shock was a bit different, but in terms of like, 
it was 35 degrees most days where I live it was good sun I never went to class I bunked it off most of the times and just played Call of Duty and fucking Fortnite all the time but I got really heavy over in America it's called the Freshman 15 where you put on 15 pounds in your first year because <laughs> all the food and you're just so excited about it just living on your own away mm-hmm. from your parents and just going mad and that's what I'd done and I was drinking a lot and just fucking I just enjoyed the whole college lifestyle mm-hmm. and it did it caught up on me like until my last year where I got in good shape and then the the two years I was in bad shape, I played all right and I was decent. I was like, right, if I get in really when you good, were fat, yeah, I was fat. I was still good. Like, yeah, I seen I mean. pictures of you. Like, you were, oh, we can see you were very hundred kg. Was that how heavy yeah. you were? Fuck. And right now, I would consider myself in just about average shape. And I'm eighty. What was I? Eighty seven this morning. So I was thirteen kilos heavier. Fucking and I was banging goals in over in America. <laughs> That's the standard there. Like, but um, golly, good goal. I just my manager told me stay up front and just score. And oh, that was that was. Were you a striker? Yeah, a striker. And then when I got decent shape I went to winger but that's what I was saying for two years I was I was alright I was good I was scoring a few goals but I was fat so then I lost weight and I was like right I can be really good this year mm-hmm. get injured the day before the season <laughs> last pre-season game went up for a header that's when I was done my shoulder landed by my AC joint just popped up <laughs> and that was me out for basically the whole I got I got in for the last game of the season in the final and I came on and scored a penalty stat padding <laughs> took the penalty off everybody <laughs> scored that and then the next round we went in the nationals and got beat so I played like what three or four games maybe that year fucking I don't know it was fucking shocking and I got really and then after that I was annoyed so I got in bad shape again <laughs> I just had everything and drank Big Max. Were you, was the culture the same in the team? So one of my mates done it as well, and it looked as if he had quite a lot of English. And he looked like three Glaswegian mates. Yeah, we yeah. we had, our first year, our whole team was European, starting 11. All the subs were American. And when used, you mean European, you also mean UK? And yeah, Ireland. like UK, Ireland. I fucking forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Spanish. There was a boy from Dublin live with me, boy from Glasgow live with me, um, and then two English in our house right. so like it was very like that's what I mean you sort of fit in straight away because all the boys like you but when you go outside the football team mm-hmm. and like we had like baseballers in our class and all we got on with them really well but they're just so funny like it's just so different the way they get on all the time and we'd be walking down the street and we have training and they'd have training like an hour but they're sitting there drinking whiskey and fucking Mountain Dew <laughs> that's what they used to and they would and drink whiskey. before yeah whiskey and Mountain Dew they used to drink before training and all because they don't the do Americans. much yeah they just swing and like, throw and swing oh, baseball, whatever right. I thought you were talking about what, what the like, fuck okay. <laughs> I wish <laughs> Jesus Christ but they would they would just sit and drink before training because all they do is do their positions like they don't have a big training session They just, if they're a thrower they just throw it baseball is a farce isn't it oh yeah it's, it's cricket's like, a farce yeah I hate cricket cricket's right. a shitter version of rounders I, I generally yeah, right, I would watch rounders 100% Sky Sports before <laughs> before cricket oh definitely I just I don't get it I don't even know what wickets and all are like we try to play it once in England that's like I, I get dragged to watch it in Australia and it was like Australia v India yeah, and but they love it over there too be nothing fair. happened for like four hours Cunts are doing yoga stretches and all that. Like, who are you kidding on? See, I'm, I'm the same with F1. Ah, Michael's into that. I know, that's I text him one day. He goes the best. I just goes, it's shite, Michael. He's a virgin. <laughs> that's all I He's a virgin. <laughs> it's so bad, mate. Nothing happens. <laughs> It's, no. it's not worthwhile I just don't get how you can enjoy cars going around the circle <laughs> I know people say about football like oh it's just kicking in the net too but fuck up no I it's not stuff <laughs> happens people attack each other true I know some of the best laughs I ever had in my life was our like team from maybe me being like 15 to like 18 because it was everyone from my sort of school Aye. then like the ones next to us as well and yeah. it was all rough as fuck and it was <laughs> hilarious that's mate. what I'm doing now I'm playing with the boys at the minute who I grew up with mm-hmm. like just these last two weeks and I fucking love it again it's just like because I've done so much seriousness through my life and I just like even last year when I was with Portadown it was it's serious you're in the Irish League 
and then now it's just like you're just turning up and boys are hungover and all this because like this yeah. is class <laughs> I've, I've missed this <laughs> we we used to play this team called Claremont right so our our pitch was in the middle of like a council estate oh, lovely. and Glass you must know what pitch. Hamilton is Hamilton aye. Hamilton's quite rough as well I went to school in Hamilton aye. so in the middle of like a massive council estate and it's called Fairhill right and it's rough it's fucking Class. rough there'll be like there'll be a metal fence along the side and then you just see syringes because <laughs> being taken heroin Jesus swear to god right <laughs> and they'll be all watching the game while like, they're enjoying all that <laughs> shit and that. they don't even know who we are <laughs> and we'd be play- we used to play this team called Claremont and for some reason, it all like they near get abandoned every time. It's so just fucking mental. And uh, I remember our, we were getting beat three two, right? And it was tense as fuck. And I'd scored like a fuck, like one of the best goals I'd ever scored. <laughs> I was like, the keeper came out, right? He came out like twenty yards, kicked the ball up in the air, and then he couldn't get back in time. And I just like fucking swung at <laughs> it. <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> even like, like rem- remotely talented, but I just smacked it right. And then this boy called Fitzy, he went. I scored. Then he went so mental that he went up. All he ran along the other team's pit, uh, pitch side, side and just went get it right fucking up. He's to every single one of them. And Fitzy was nuts. Did he not he get bothered? Uh, no, he got his second yellow card. <laughs> Sent off. <laughs> like our manager Stuart was just like running down the pitch line and fucking going mental because uh, we hated him that uh, much. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, Fitzy, have to go take it too far. And like I think his first yellow card. Was because some he had a best mate called Jack, right? Aye. They were from a different school, and Jack got halved by this boy. And Fitzy played left back, Jack played right wing. Fitzy Aye. ran 50 yards. The whole way over. He grabbed the wrong boy. <laughs> That's not the even worth it. The boy was sitting shit on himself. <laughs> Fitzy was mental. Aye, the boy was sitting shit on himself going, what's me? What's me? First yellow card, second yellow card for that. Two dopey fuck. Oh, that's brilliant. That's just proper old, like just the way it should be. But I, yeah. I, I love that sort of football. Just next... random shit happening. I follow them on Twitter, the Sunday League football ones. Yeah, and I just piss myself at them all the time. The second time we played that team, so they beat us that time because we got man sent off. Oh, did they go and beat us after? Yeah, it was free. That was to make it free each. Then we got man sent off. Fuck! I thought you scored the winner. There. No, it was to make it free each. Fuck! You get sent off. We get beat. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time we played them, we were winning two one, and, and Jack Jack was just fucking just to take the piss out. And uh, he just, some of the some of the things he used to come out with, but it was like the ninetieth minute, and he went. The ball was like it was a throw in, and the ball was at his feet, and he like kicked the ball with his feet and pretended that he couldn't pick it up and fell over. <laughs> and this is in the like ninetieth minute, and they were all fucking mad. Either go mad. And our manager went to go mental at him and then just pissed himself off. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then even, even the ref was like. His lip was like trembling as he gave him a yellow card. Serious? <laughs> what do you do? That, you all, just laugh? all of us were just actually in hysterics, whilst the other team were like near ready. Aye, they're gonna fucking beat the fuck out of you. So many fucking. I miss. That's what I miss. That's why I always kept on trying to go back to football, and I just couldn't get that. Then we games where you get excited for in the morning, you're just like, "It's gonna be fucking well, mad today." I could never get it again because I feel like Aye. everyone that was kind of like on the same wavelength as me when I was younger stopped playing. Aye. So then when you go back, I was at, you actually play. I don't know what it's like here, but yeah. you actually just play with tramps. Like, you actually yeah. just play with scum. Ours is alright to be far where I'm from because most of the boys play Gaelic so they're all in decent shape and they're mm. sort of fit and athletic. Never used to be like that, like it did used to be mad but it sort of changed the wee bit up where I live. It's sort of more, Gaelic's quite serious now so mm. like even though you don't get paid for it which is just mad that they just put their whole life and soul into it which fucking man, I could never do that if I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> not being a dick, I just couldn't. That's yeah. just not something I'd want to do. So that it's actually like a decent standard now because I thought I was going to go back and I was going to be shite and I was like, fuck, they're actually decent here. I don't mean the standard, I just mean the actual Aye, like, the boys. The people you play yeah. with. But people again, like we'll play a lot of teams from Belfast and stuff, and they're 
rough. they're rough. Like you know, you're going up for a rough game and falls road like <laughs> in yeah, the Belfast, yeah, yeah. and that's the way it is. But when people come down to us, they just sort of—I don't think they think it's going to be too rough to be honest with you. Um, how did you? Were you like miserable when you stopped playing? You know, a lot of people like see what would happen to you. Yeah, that would put a lot of people in a massive downer. But it? that there was a one of the boys, Charlie Scott, I think it was, done an interview in this, and my mate tagged me and examined the photo. It was like our team photo, and it's like about depression and leaving after he was at the club eleven years or something, which is fucking mad. And he got really depressed after he got released, and he got really depressed. And I don't think I can understand where people come from in terms of getting depressed like because they put their whole life and soul into it, but. I don't know, like the way that's just generally the way my my dad raised me, especially. It's just sort of like, are you gonna sit there and cry about it, or are you gonna fucking do something about it and yeah. try and sort of bring yourself up? And I never really stopped the dream of being a footballer until maybe about two years ago. Right. So I was always still like, fuck it, I'll try and go for it again. I'll try and go for it again. And then like last year, sort of just came the reality of it when obviously Instagram and stuff started going. But I would when Linfield fucked me off. Um, that just sort of it sort of cemented it for me. It's like I can play at a decent level if needs be over here, but I'm gonna focus on my business now that I've only really started. And thankfully, it sort of fucking worked out a wee bit for me. Yeah. Well. What were you doing in between all of those years? Like when you were like trying to make it and you're maybe coming. I worked in a bar for it was her brother's bar for about six months. Fucking, he had he had drunk people when I'm not drunk. It was just and they were all local boys, so they all knew me. And there was people just coming in and talking. You know, when you just can't listen, can't be arsed listening to people. So I hated that, and then I went to work in a warehouse with my brother, and I actually enjoyed it. It was like eight till half five. It was long hours, like, but it was decent pay and it was good cracks. And my brother was there, so I'd yeah. done it. And then when I got injured last year, I was still working there. And then thankfully, that's when I said social media sort of took off and I actually went full time. So the boy texted me when he back. I'm like, I'm actually not going to come back. I'm just going to try this. And he's like, no bother. He was sound about it. So I was working in a warehouse and a bar is the only two jobs I've really had apart from football. I done warehouse. I fucking hated it. Oh, I liked the bar work. It's cold. It was I loved freezing. bar work. Did you like it? I loved it. But I done, I done it here for a while and I done it in Australia. I like bamming people up, mate. I would just, just I would just bam like Aussies especially. I just bam the fuck out. Like, I can't I just, see. I'm the opposite. I just sit there and like just can't be arse listening to people when they're drunk. It's, they're too loud. I know I'm a loud cunt when I'm sober, but they're just uh, especially when you're tired. as playing football this early and coming mm. to work in a bar because I only really done weekends because it just can be arse during the week and it's just it was horrible. We just used to try to be as weird as we could to people. <laughs> Would just be really, really. Strange. I know, they wouldn't just, understand it anyway because they're half cut. Oh, well, they um, also did my accent. <laughs> <laughs> that struggle with that. We just just get people come up and they'd be like, "I oh, can have a margarita pizza." And we just go, mm, "Yummy, good choice." <laughs> Were you working just, on bits at the time? Like, he was upstairs. Why? So we worked in like a bar, and like I worked in like the upstairs was like uh, a really posh restaurant, but it was all the same thing. So we worked for the same people. Our break room would be the uh, same. But I worked in like the bar that was busy as fuck, and all the people that worked in it were all fried like me. They were Aye. all freaks like like, <laughs> like me. Not normal. Like the first day I got, first day I was there, we, there was a beach beachside bit where you were serving people on the beach. And I got put fuck. next to a boy from Derry, and like that was the bit where you couldn't hear people the most. Aye. And we're like, How, why the fuck would you put two of the fucked accents <laughs> on the bit where people can't like, can't hear it? And we could nobody could hear us a full day. That's bad. Um, um, so I worked for some of them like some of the most fried people I've ever met in my life well there was a girl from Newcastle and I get told that she was coming back for ages and they were like wait till you meet Kaylee like wait you just wait her. no not that she's, she's something Mad. else and the first day I met her a guy <laughs> a guy was trying to chat her up and he was like what are you doing tonight and she was like just gonna go home put Bridget Jones on and finger myself and she just looked at him dead in the eye and she said 
That's it. So that's why I love sport because I was just working with absolute men. And you could cases. say anything, and yeah. nobody really gives a fuck about it. Well, people definitely complained. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're back here. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked out. Hundred percent. That's the true story. This. But like, they didn't check the stock rent and all that as well. So me, it's just completely different. I used to give away so many free drinks. Fucking hell! Man. See if anyone I knew came in, they would just go out and have two vodka sodas. I, before they, I didn't even hear what they said. I uh, would just like line up ten things. Just I would just pour all like that. I would go, like, only one, two, and I'd be like, right. <laughs> Don't sweat. <laughs> I got every ten dollars just for all of them. Why did you come back? Because my visa was ending. Is that, is that what it was? Yeah, I don't know. How long back. did you have? Uh, that was nearly two years. Fucking hell! But my last job was a call center. Aye. Because I I moved to Sydney, got a call center job, and then the day I got put on the phones, realised I was going to You hated that, myself. didn't you? Yeah, I was yeah, going to top myself. I couldn't do that there. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's raw. That, that was really, really bad. And the day I got put on the calls was the day that COVID went fucking like, absolutely nuts. So everyone shut down instantly and fucking I just had hell. to do five months of that, mate. And that's I was, brutal. That was the worst one. That's when you can really see who I am as a person. If, if you went back and watched me in there, I used I was horrific. <laughs> I used to just stand up and declare my hatred for the place right next to the team leaders. She'd be like, are you going to take a call? And I would just stand up and go, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it'd be like. <laughs> You're through to Gavin. <laughs> it's disgusting. There was a, there was honestly, if you went in a dis- disabled bathroom in that call centre, there was just like a... Around Mark, like that. that was because I headbutted it. <laughs> I was gonna say everyone just walked in and punched the fuck out of the <laughs> wall. Like, what the fuck is happening there? I stuck there on it. I think it's because you're you're being someone you're not on the a job like that. Like you have to pretend you're fucking buzzing and something you don't. No, give a I fuck think about. it would come across that I was raging. Like, <laughs> you I, let you them know. know. Yeah, I'd tell them, but I was more. They had it set up in a way that it was like, so it was a stock. It was a share registry, uh, so it was like. If you buy stocks, they were the people that like looked after if you get paid dividends or something. So it's not like the company. Aye. It's like just who looks after the actual Fuck shares. No. So when you phoned up, you had to, sometimes they were on home for half an hour. Then they also had to know had to know some stupid number that was on like a letter Aye. that they only got at the very start. So it was all set up for them not to be able to do it. Aye. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was set up for them not to be able to get the answer they wanted. That's and I would just have to tell them that I can't tell them what they need to know. What the fuck? <laughs> so do you know what I mean? It was just Aye, set up to yeah. actually wreck your head. And then they would see what happens with a call center. Well, this one especially, this one. I've heard people say that they've worked in call centers that are decent, but this one was just it's literally... rough. It was as if they set up everything oh, to yeah. be hell so the longer you were there the more lines they put you on so they would train you on other lines oh, so, so you do more so the longer you're there the less time you had in between calls so at the start we could do a call and then turn to the person next because we were all there was eight of us and we all got trained at the same time we we're all like people on visas oh, yeah. so we were all mates so at the start we could like slag each other in between calls whatever <laughs> but then like you could just see all of us like that. I we, <laughs> the mood just dropping yeah, as the weeks go. Because we couldn't, we didn't have any time in between calls whatsoever. And then what they would do is they would just keep training you on other lines. And I remember that the one that was like the final straw for me was when COVID hit. They had let's just say the equivalent of Tesco. Aye. Tesco gave their company shares. They just say it was Tesco for working through COVID. And uh, then they made a thing called an employee share, which was a completely different system. They fucked all of us, like the backpackers <laughs> on that line, and none of us had a clue how to work any of it. And I just looked at, like, I went to the team leader, I was like, I'm not taking another call. 
from that line because you're also speaking to the equivalent of people working in like Outback Australia working Aye. in Tesco which those people are the stupidest yeah, people the... I've ever spoke to <laughs> in my whole entire shagging their <laughs> sister whilst they're on the fucking phone to you saying how can I get this fucking I mean, well annoying and I uh, I just said to the team leader, I was like, look, that stressed me out Aye. so much that I refused to take another call. And he's like, we'll give you two days off. And I was like, you didn't hear what I said. I'm not <laughs> I, I don't going back on it. <laughs> and then, and then it, like after three days, he was like, we're putting you back on it now. And I was like, I'm just telling you now, I'm not going to answer any of those calls. <laughs> they just keep coming through, just divert them to someone else. <laughs> and they go, Gam, stop diverting the calls. And I was like, I've already told you. I'm not doing <laughs> so that's how I got sacked. Fucking hell. I think sometimes you have to go through phases. Like, I don't know what's fucking all makes you the better person. But I generally think you do. You have to fucking just be like I fucking hate this to make you actually want to go do something else because if you don't have that wee bit of that was shit yeah. you're, you're going to end up just continue doing it and then well, you're just going to so, fucking hate your life <laughs> I'm so glad that was the last job I'd done before this because see if I'd done it see if it was the bartending one where I was having a laugh I'd Aye. maybe kind of miss aspects of that you when you're working as much as the gym work and the yeah. content and stuff like that there when you're working on your own it can be quite lonely so yeah. I would think about that but then if I think about the call centre I'm like nah sorry I'll do Sharon's check in right now <laughs> it is it is fucking that's, I don't think people realise how shit it is sometimes making content on your own all day isn't it? It's or just, even just the work like yeah. the client work I don't think online coaching's remotely fun no that's what people it's always people think it's fucking beaches and hot countries and all this shit where realistically it's sitting on my desk with fucking pissing rain out the window sending voice notes to about 30 people in about 4 hours and it's obviously I would rather do it than working like a building site and stuff like that where it is rough and ratty but I just think sometimes it's not the life people think that it is if you know what I mean you yeah. get the cons like Mike Thurston and all who are literally top level None of us are near that. <laughs> like nobody's near that sort of shit. Yeah, but he's not even a coach. Like what? What? I don't, he, I don't know. Who he is. He's just a ripped guy. That yeah. in Dubai. Just a good-looking bastard. Yeah. That just sort of life's worked out for him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably been through from shit. But I, I'm just gonna judge him off that. I, he's he's a, he's he's a good-looking cunt. And that's he's blessed with that. Oh, I think he I, I think he had a gym and I think he coached. But he's like an influencer, isn't he? Like we are not influencers. Yeah. I'm not remotely an influencer. No, fuck that. I, if anybody ever calls me an influencer, I just I don't like that at all. I inf you what influence you instead, people. Sean <laughs> 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 you Sean Casey? You that boy from Banbridge? Just fuck off. Is, is that I don't even look like him. Is that winding you up? Nah, I, I don't mind it. I think it's funny. Like nothing really winds me up when people say stuff like that. But it's, I just think it's hilarious that it still happens a year later. Like I, I understood at the start because. Sean was really the only Irish one doing it at that stage. Mm -hmm. And then when I started doing it, I was sort of like the second one. I was like his guinea pig after trying to build a business up. And then as every comment was B-Tech Sean Casey B-Tech Sean Casey I was like I sent it to him I was like will you tell these people to fuck off and then you just get used to it I after a while so I started TikTok before Michael Aye. and uh, I had a video that got me like whatever X amount of 70,000 followers or something and Michael just made the exact same one <laughs> but I mean like word for word Aye. most people comment and I go like is this just the Northern Irish version? <laughs> and they just tag you on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he gets raging off that, doesn't he? I yeah, can he picture gets... him, that'd be brilliant. Well, I told you the worst thing has ever happened to him was him at that wedding this That's year. That's fucking hilarious. Someone going, are you Sean? And going, to you Rory? And he's probably just literally like went in and started cutting the dress. <laughs> I'm way to bed here. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get how you can't, like I think we all look so different, like completely yeah. different. Sean and Mitch probably look a wee bit similar, but my hair is fucking mad compared to them too. There is a thing with Northern Irish people that are really copying each other, though. 
Oh, uh, yeah. It's like awful. I, literally, but I think most of them are on Sean's course and they, they understand how to work the algorithm now, but all the sayings are like the exact same. Yeah. And there's only so many creamy chicken wraps every cunt can make around this place. <laughs> Whereas just, you just get the new... It's like, right, there's enchilada sauce. I've used the fajita sauce that I'm pouring in. I, I'm guilty. I've done it myself. I've made a creamy wrap before, but I think there's just... Literally every just have the image of <laughs> queuing outside Lidl. <laughs> Before it opens. Uh, you got, can you just airdrop me that? I'll use that and I'll... I'll change the captions up. Let me it. get that protein protein. <laughs> oh, man, it's mad. That's, someone done a video the other day. He's from here. I actually I know him. It. What one were you thinking? Are you thinking? talking about the calorie deficit? Mental, Mental health. health. Yeah, I thought that was, that was fucking hilarious. I, I think I tagged Mitchell or something, but... People know there's that many people around there now, and obviously there's gonna be something getting. You're gonna get take the piss out of something for everything. Like take the piss out of us, you can take the piss out of football. That's just the way it's gonna be when you sort of grow a wee bit. But I was pissing myself. Like, there's not many things make me piss myself when I'm looking at my phone. I used to go hmm. and then laugh, but I was like crying. And I know him. He he's Sarah's best mate's like cousin or something. Right. That's why I actually know who he is. And um, oh, I couldn't stop laughing. But, that was but, amazing. You know, he, he did do it so right. Yeah, it's like, like perfect. They are all these things that people are saying for views. <laughs> it's just the way he went protein pudding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the middle. Of no, the comments were better. He was like, oh, I can't remember what he said. Someone said that they were like, oh. He was like, you forgot about something, whatever uh, the the rap. And he was like, sorry, my mental health was in the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> that was better than the video. <laughs> That was the comment I was like. It about. is mad. Don't it? See the way people are making recipes. It's literally just. It's not. It's, sometimes I. Yeah. It's not even about the recipe. <laughs> it's about right. This air fryer gets views. Yeah. Literally, I think like I. I always had an air fryer. Like I had one from the start. Never used it. Like and then once I started posting, then everyone's like, I need to get me one of those. Like they don't give a fuck about my recipe. They just want an air fryer now. Yeah. It's, it's just a thing. It's like a kettle. Everyone just has an air fryer now it's a trend. in their kitchen. But no, some of the recipes and stuff like I see is absolutely shocking. I've made a few myself where I'm just like. How did I even post do, that on Instagram? Do you know what I did see one uh, that made me feel physically ill? <laughs> what was it? You put protein powder in my egg whites and I was nearly Oh, no, sick. that's nice. That's a French toast. Oh. Yeah, it's decent. I saw, see if you mix that well. It's right. no. One of the ones no, I done. Mate, that makes me feel physically Nah, the one I done and I posted it and I was like, you know what? I, I feel sick making this. I got the wrap and it's like sausage roll-ups. And I got the wrap and I put, uh, what do you call them? Like fucking Malin sausages. And I opened the skin and spread them out the wrap. Raw raw sausage right the wrap. And I put cheese and barbecue sauce on it. And this is why it's still raw. And then rolled it up and put it in the air fryer and Didn't used it as sausage roll. It fucking nice. But like I felt sick making I was like, I don't know if I want to post this or not, because I might get so much shit. I just for this. Like I'm I have only ever like made one of those things once and this was before I was PT, right? So I remember I seen this thing and I used to work with my ex girlfriend right uh, in the call centre. And I seen this thing and I saved it. I was like, I'll make her that at the weekend. <laughs> We're hungover as well. And it was like a wrap with Nutella and then banana in it. And you cut it. But the way the video looked is like, it looked like a wrap. Well, like, it looked class. Aye. Like Nutella and banana. <laughs> I remember making it. Just giving her, and it didn't even fold up right. And I just gave her like that. I just gave her it and she just went like that. Fuck up. So we've been talking about for the last five days. And it was like all of her hands and all that. And I was like, is that nice that's why you use your axes <laughs> now <laughs> that, that nice is it <laughs> do you want me to make it again 
<laughs> People don't realise how hard it is to get a meal that looks decent. Like, you see all the fucking McDonald's and all their adverts are all fake. Do you ever see them videos of, like, mm. how they actually make adverts look nice? And you get it in real life and it looks like someone's fucking chewed it and threw it on the plate. Mm. Like, see, it took me a good, like, my recipe book, like, you want to look half decent. Like, it took me fucking hours sometimes to get yeah. the nice photo. And it stresses the bollocks clean. Out. Like, I just don't, I haven't done many recipes recently. You've probably seen, I just, I, I can't be arsed with it at the minute. I've, yeah. I've done the recipe book. I'll maybe do one in the new year. But at the minute, I just want to take time from just eating normal fucking food and not pretending everything has to be low calorie high protein yeah, yeah. but it is that's I'm a, pretending it's nice yeah, Michael's nah. made me few, try a few of his and I'm like that mmm yummy Michael's good he he makes his so it, Michael to be fair uh, I think I'd, he's got the best recipes generally I do think he's because he's best. actually like loves cooking yeah he, he's an I actual cook yeah. I fucking hate cooking <laughs> so like Sean's are literally just he sticks something in the air fryer yeah I've said like, by the way Sean's heard me say that like, oh, yeah, Sean actually it. listens to my podcast just, sometimes he's heard just me just talk say. shit but it's like Sean will just put up a toasty aye <laughs> four million views. but what, what he's doing now is smart he goes this is just a fucking toasty so he's letting people know yeah. it's just a fucking toasty and then he's making a toasty but Michael would be obsessed with cooking so he like when we lived in Australia he made us like Christmas dinner and all I, that and he, it was actually class and I got a wee bit better at cooking from living with him but I you can tell with his videos he gets like all these mad ingredients like mine have like three ingredients he's got about fucking 20 hanging yeah. down like how do you how do you have a time you feel class when you put oregano on something <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce I had to fucking google how do you pronounce oregano <laughs> Yeah, so he's he was actually obs- obsessed. Like I remember one I I used to actually learn from him. I used to ask him questions. And I was like I bought like the sauce for the pasta. Aye. And I genuinely mate didn't know what you do with it. So I was like, Here, what do I do with it? Was it just pasada? And he was like, You just put it in. And then, no, it's like, yeah. It's just like George stuff. Aye, sauce yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you just put it in it. And I remember being absolutely terrified. And I just had like a bowl of pasta and chicken in it. And he was like, just stick it in. And I was like, that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. <laughs> he was like, that's it. And I was like, that's changed my life. <laughs> no, I know how to do that now. <laughs> I used to have dry pasta. Did, do you know what the mad thing is? Before I went to America, or even my last year in America, I couldn't cook chicken. I didn't know how to cook. I was just, we were getting takeouts every time, or else really? the boys would have made dinner and we would have cleaned up and just done like a wee sort of fucking process of it all. And then one day I was like, damn, I need to learn how to fucking cook, man. I'm, I'm going to live on my own <laughs> next year, probably. And he goes, right, all you do, just cut the chicken up. So I used to just cut the chicken up, put it in the pan, and see when it's not pink, eat it. Changed my life, and now I fucking sold a recipe book. That's the day I sold my recipe book. The boys just wrote in, You're a con artist in my group chat. They go, You're a lying bastard. You couldn't fucking boil an egg last year, and now you're selling recipe books. But there is people like that that genuinely can't cook. So, yeah. like, as much as like, I'll slag, like, I will slaughter the recipe oh, yeah, sort yeah. of stuff and all that, and I'll slag the whole nothing out of people being the same and all that. I'll, that's just that. That's but just it, me. I just slag stuff. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> But like when I used to do more sort of fat loss stuff, like uh, I remember I got a DM off a woman. She was like, "I'm 58. I've never exercised in my life. I can't cook anything. I can only cook toast. Like I don't even know how to turn the oven on." And I was like, "Can you help?" And I was like, "No, you're fucked. <laughs> Just give up. Just how you got to 58? <laughs> I don't know how to turn the oven on. We did it, Barry." <laughs> Some of the DMs, I love to read out some of the DMs I get off. People are fucking hilarious. You just, I generally think sometimes I haven't got my life in order and then someone will send me something yeah. like, how have you made it this far? Like, I am, I'm bad enough, so I need 
help a lot of times with a lot of things, but like that, for example, I can't turn the fucking I, oven on a 50 I remember some speech. of my first inquiries. See, because I, this is why I don't really talk about fat loss. So I, much. Or if I, I wouldn't say the word calorie and stuff. Yeah. Like, everyone kind of knows it. Everyone sort of calories. says it, yeah. And uh, so I'd more talk about like mindset and balance and stuff like that. Oh, and it's purely not, because I would get more views, I, but I just don't want to attract that. Because I was getting loads of people going, I've got eating disorders and all yeah, that. Yeah, no. Like, oh, and you can't stress, be honest with well, yeah, really yeah, stresses It's too me much. Out. But it like is. my first inquiries was like I remember a woman going, oh, I've had cancer four times. I something this, this mental thing happened mm. to me, this mental thing happened to me. He was like, Can you coach me? I was like, Go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not literally Any <laughs> right now. Please don't waste time on my Google form. <laughs> See the difference of me and you is I would be like, Yeah, yeah, carried absent. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need, you'll be all right. <laughs> nah, I'm only joking. It is, yeah, some of the, the DMs and people think sometimes we're like fucking physios and doctors, whereas like, yeah. I, I just, I can teach you how to lose fat, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with your liver. I don't know why you're <laughs> asking me about your liver and fucking all this stuff. Like, I just know the basics. That's all I know. I've got no really? PhD. I have, I have this bump in my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Too much protein. <laughs> the first time mate, I worked in a pharmacy, and I swear to God, I was like 19 and the very first person I served. And I'd also, I'd worked in the Tunnocks factory before. What, the tea cakes? That's so, Tunnocks is, the Tunnocks factory is like two minutes from my house. Aye, so that was my, they're on railway. That was like my first job out of school. It was just like <laughs> packing them. Class. And I used to be that hungover that I would get angry and I would just like break all them. Start squishing them. I would, <laughs> like, fuck I would literally you know that hedgehog game. I would, I'd be like that. Like breaking them all. Smack <laughs> I, at one point you would have to swap and one of them was just you'd have to check if the cream was right uh, so I'd be like nah it's shit nah, they're all fucked the guy would be sitting back and going there's no fucking tea cakes um, but my next job was um, in boots so I'd never like face to face serve someone before my life so I was actually I was like 18, 19 I was shitting myself and the first guy comes up and he starts like rubbing himself here and he was like I think I might have an STD <laughs> and the guy behind me like the pharmacist wasn't there and the Aye. guy behind me was just like watching it he was a big like he was he was sound he's like a big Aye. Celtic fan as well so I already had a laugh <laughs> he's sound is that why yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason why he's watching, man. <laughs> and he just sat and like watched and he was like no you need to talk to him I didn't oh, I, I could have just went out and you see the pharmacist and I was like what are your symptoms and he's like oh well it's like getting a bit yellow and there's like fluid and I'm like alright uh, have you tried <laughs> Germaline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can put your face. Sugar cream, mate. <laughs> Got some of this cold and flu tablets. <laughs> Stick some ice on it and fuck off. <laughs> Fucking terrifying, mate. I've uh, never been more awkward in my life. What did you the, do? The pharmacist eventually. I told him to wait, and then I got the pharmacist. Oh my god! Some of the stuff that happened in that pharmacy was fried. Is like, that in the middle of Glasgow as well? It's in a, it was in a place called Hollytown, which is like near Motherwell. Which is rough as fuck. Ah, like, so really you get some characters walking through really the door. Rough. I remember a guy, we had like this reduced bit, and there was a, like, no one bought anything from it ever. It was just, just sat just there. Like, <laughs> we had a woman <laughs> called Catherine that used to come in and just try, she used to always try to steal the teeth strips every single day. We're like, Catherine, Catherine. We'll see you. <laughs> here's your prescription. <laughs> Don't walk that side. Do we know the teeth strips are there? <laughs> Out the right hand She's side, Catherine. Shoulder every time She's, She's like, I'm not doing it. And she's like, I'm not Catherine. <laughs> Watch it. And this, the reduced bit, there was this, mate, there was this like liter of lube. And it was there for about like four months or whatever. <laughs> and this truck driver just comes in, sees it, just grabs it, puts it down, and goes, I'll be having a good night tonight. <laughs> 
and I couldn't serve him from laughing. Like, I, let, I had to go take a break. I was like, someone was like, go, go serve That's the most up. bizarre thing I've ever seen. And I also was picturing it. He was like, uh, like yeah, you, massive trucker. You can't, like, you can't oh. not picture that as soon as it's in your head and he said that. There was just sort of like, them, uh, <laughs> not what you want to see. I, I, all of those things were like character building. I'm so glad I did uh, that. <laughs> it's made you who you I are. have not thought about that in years. No, it's back. <laughs> That's all you're yeah, thinking about. Probably still using them. I was like, two fucking <laughs> last twenty <laughs> years. <laughs> Fuck that. How's all your work going now? I don't know how much you're willing to talk about, but I like actually talking about because I feel like this industry's so pressurising. Like it's like you see everyone else is doing all this shit, and then you shake yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have panic attacks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never doing oh, this. Oh, he's making a lot more money than me. <laughs> Why is that went viral? <laughs> <laughs> that video was called <laughs> 2000 views but do you think you maybe rushed into like doing like products and stuff at all too much too soon um i would say i could have rushed into the community which I, I, i've sort of launched now and it's going well but i think i could have maybe left it until coming this year i sort of rushed into it over the summer and i was in holidays i was away for like three weeks in holidays and i was working in between i was panicking myself and i had a deadline set so i think i took a lot on with that there but in terms of the thing, I just done coaching one to one. I done it for a good, I'd say about eight months before I done the Did recipe. You in person? I done it in person for maybe like a month or two. Like Did you? fuck all. I done with cousins and my brother. Right. <laughs> that was it. And Did I was you like, enjoy it. I d- no, I didn't. It was just with football because I was working in the warehouse. I was still in the warehouse, so I was I was going to the gym myself at half six to about half seven. Home shard, work from eight to half five, straight to training, yeah. and I wasn't home to like eight. So I literally would have only been able to do weekends maybe if I was lucky. So I was like, I can try and go online straight away and see what the crack is here. So coach my brother Shay, done Sarah for a bit as well, but that's my fiance for anybody who does know. They never listen to you in the gym. She needs another coach. Like I tell her everything and it's just one of those ones where it's like, she's that stubborn to listen to me when she knows yeah. I'm right. And so I was, I'd done a bit with her and then her sister and then I was just like, you know what, I'll try online and it just started growing. And mm. I don't think I rushed into it too much. I, like I say, the community could have been the only thing I maybe rushed, but it's worked out for me so I'm not panicking too much about it. So, I think I think everything's going okay. What? I think I forget I've only done it like a year full time as well. Yeah. And I do sometimes sit back and like you say, you look at other people and you're like, holy fuck, he looks way better than I do. <laughs> like he's doing a lot more, he's making a lot more money. And then I'm like, right, you've only been on it for like a year, so calm the fuck. Oh, so everyone's full of shit. Yeah, true. Every, everyone's lying Every about fake everything. It, that's, the, what, that's why I know. So yeah. you, go, you go meet these people and I'm like, oh, you're full of shit. Exactly, but I got a lot of like, that's for someone who probably thought I was doing well because Mitch texted me about it. I upgraded me and Sarah to business class in going to Dubai and it, it fucking near skint me. But this is what I said. She supported me for about five years where I was skint and she gave me everything. I just wanted to do that one thing for her. And I says, I goes, look, it's taking a lot of money. And everyone was texting me on Instagram going, oh, that's you shouldn't be doing that. There's things people are broken all in the world like, I fucking made this money yeah, like yeah. I, and I done it and I got a lot of shit for because then Mitch texted me like what are you making that I'm not and I goes trust me mate I'm skint after this you know he actually brought that up to me I was like don't like don't, Mitch, don't, don't, <laughs> don't think that means he's a millionaire no, no. does it I, I said to anybody like I always have a rule when I go something big like, you do like it's like the 20% rule where it leaves you less than 20% of what you've got in your bank don't go for it and that did, like I admitted, I was like, that fucking, it took a lot out of it, but I still done it just just to have that bit of enjoyment. Like, I'll never do it again, probably in my Would life. Would you do that? You wouldn't do it again? I haven't got the fucking money to do it again. <laughs> but no, the, the experience was class. Like, she she loves sleeping, like my miss loves sleeping. So at two hours, we're having a few drinks, and she slept, and I goes, 
fuck that there right, big man cosmopolitan yeah. he's just saying it down to me and I was, I mean, I was hammered getting off that flight I'd be so. turning the runway or not yeah. the runway what do you call that <laughs> the runway <laughs> the mind, your t- mind your planes are landing in mine <laughs> you just running out <laughs> but they was now I'd be turning that in a disco like. yeah so people probably looked at that and thought I was fucking minted and making that but I wasn't like I'd admit that now I just done that for a bit of enjoyment with my missus that we've never really had that much time away like we didn't have holidays for four years because I was over in America chasing a dream and she was supporting me how the fuck did you keep up a relationship whilst you're in America it was it was tough like fuck me it wasn't perfect it was fucking there was bumps and in our my first year I was in dorm she couldn't get over Mm. so you weren't allowed visitors staying it was shit and then we got yeah we got our house the next year and she was over in midterm every time so we seen each other every three to four months still shit like but just made it work and then got engaged our last year, so we're getting married in 24. Unreal. Mad. And you're love, 25? Love 25, yeah. Any tips for a 27-year-old <laughs> single man? You're fucked. <laughs> probably am. Get nerf her. <laughs> don't, don't give them tea and Nutella and banana. <laughs> <laughs> but though it, it was, it's it's one of them things. Even with family, the first time I actually got homesick was when I went to America, because... I think I built it more up in my head. I was in the airport and my fucking... I started getting these pains and I was like to my ma, I think I'm down here. And she's like, no, you're getting anxiety and I've never had anything like that before. It's like, you're just leaving further and I think that first week was pretty tough because you're in dorms and the dorms over there aren't fucking the great. It was like a jail cell. Basically a hostel or something. Yeah, it was, it was pretty shit and then obviously when I met all the boys and the English and the Irish boys, you just felt at home and it just sort of, it went... I think it's because you know you can't just get home. It's not because like Manchester, yeah. you can just you can let you get a boat or a jump on a flight for like 40 quid or something like that. And over there, it's near fucking 500 for a flight, so it's yeah, not like you you're going over every week. Yeah, fuck that would stress you out. Yeah, fair. And I like when the second and third, so did you like literally go months without seeing her? Yeah, all months. the time. All and the how, time. Would you, how would you just keep that up? Just FaceTime. <laughs> that was that's all we had. January. Yeah, and the thing was, she was five hours ahead of me, so she was going to bed at maybe like 10. And it was only five o'clock where I was, and I was only getting them for football. So we maybe only had like an hour window, mm. like in the morning, had maybe like half an hour, but she is at work, so she couldn't be on her phone all the time. And then that hour window to FaceTime, and sometimes we'd only FaceTime once a week. And it was just fucking mental. But we were so busy in America to the point where like it, it didn't phase me as much until maybe the weeks we had a week off. And then I was sort of thinking, like, fuck, I want to go home now. How did you meet her? We met, we went to school together, we've grew up together. From But you weren't going out where when you were playing no. the <laughs> That's the, I got asked this in the last podcast. We were at the Milk Cup. It's in Ireland every year I know with what that United. Is. So my mate used to do freestyle at that. Did he? Uh, one of my best mates is also from Belfast and used to uh, do freestyle. At we the Milk went Cup. over with United and I don't know what we were just sitting in the hotel room and I was scrolling through WhatsApp and I had her number or Snapchat maybe. And I goes to my mate, I go, she's fit, isn't she? And he's like, yeah, she's decent. I was like, fuck, and I'm gonna text her. <laughs> so I text her. <laughs> How do you fucking make us bigger? <laughs> I fucking I just text her and it, we just we knew each other like we always knew each other growing up and stuff. We just never really talked that much and I know her whole family from growing up and playing around like locally. So yeah, we just sort of fucking headed off from there and it was just didn't commit to anything for what ages. Was your first date. Our first date was um, a ma- a matter in our local park in Caswell. Just went for a walk. We stroll. Uh, I think they're handy. This uh, this is dating advice for anybody listening here. See if you, I think if you have like a, you go out for a meal, I think it's really intense because you're sitting staring at each other like that there. Yeah. Whereas if you're going for a wee dander or something, having a chat, you don't have to like be nervous and make eye contact. You can just walk along and talk shit. I, I think it's one of the best I've things to do. I've been going for coffee dates. Have you? Yeah, instead, of, instead of food and stuff. And just take it for a dander. Just the first few, because I used to just get steaming. <laughs> like, I mean like. Meet me at the bar. <laughs> I used to just treat it like going out for drinks with yeah. my mate. I just used to get blind drunk and then go, oh, fucking had a great time and then meet them sober. You'd be like, oh, you're decent. <laughs> we have nothing in common. 
chocolate, not even the slightest thing. I yeah. was just like, I had 10 pints and I could have had a great time with anyone. Are you, do, you, do you feel pressured now you're getting older with dating and stuff like that there? Well, so I was seeing a girl there for like four months, right? Aye. And my first, like, we broke up. I just wasn't into it yeah. that as much. And uh, the first thought I came that came in my head was like, Gavin, you're 27 now. <laughs> and the longest relationship you've had is six months. <laughs> And even then, I was actually like, fuck, I'm about to hit six months for the first time. I broke up the next day. Serious? <laughs> yeah. You panic? No, we had a massive Aye, argument. It was, it was one of them I had to end, like, a huge argument. Fuck. And uh, this last one, I was like, you're 27. Like, What's going on? We need to sort this out. And I went, I went downstairs and told my dad, and he was like, you're 27. You need to sort this out. <laughs> <laughs> he said the exact yeah, same yeah. thing. But to be fair, like, my dad, my dad went out with my mum for eight years, and Aye. he's been, like, the most single man ever since. Um, yeah, coffee dates. I've been trying. It's just different, mate. It is different because you can't. Like I, the first one I went on, even at the end, right? I'm like, you don't kiss someone. Aye, what what are you doing? Co- <laughs> coffee date, like in the middle of a park. Like it's so weird. And the first one I went on, I was I was still in London. Aye. So we went like a walk or whatever, and then went back, and it was like Oxford Circus is where I left her, and I was like, "There's absolutely not a chance." It's fucking mental. Try to stick the lips on. I I could I don't know I wouldn't know what to say on the date. Me and my missus had this conversation all day. We're like, "What?" Not the all day. We were watching Love Island or something when they do the dates, and I'm like, "I wouldn't know what to fucking say anymore." Like, what what do you say to people? Like, I we've been in a relationship that long. It's been nine years or something. I generally could not chat another bird up if I was single. I'd be fucked. You having a good night? I'm having a good night. <laughs> you got nerve forever. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you how to make this. Nah, mate, it's, the sober thing's so much harder because I used to. Yeah. I used to think I was decent at dating. I just realised I was decent at drinking. Aye, and you had the confidence yeah. when, when the drink goes I was in. Decent with six yeah. pints in me. Exactly. I think everybody is. To be yeah, so I've I've been trying to do the sober ones, but de- definitely a different, completely different yeah. vibe. And I feel like you have to. You have to go on more dates before you actually get to know them because, yeah. like, when you're drinking you start like opening up way quicker than exactly. when you're sober so you don't really get to know someone <laughs> sober as well yeah you blab everything out when the drinks in you when you yeah. forget what you say the next which is day. probably all your red flags so it's probably Aye, a good thing true so i'm trying trying i'm gonna keep doing them i, I don't want to go back to drinking and i hate, I, I hate being hungover now anyway like i can't Shite. stand it i i still am from sunday <laughs> yeah i would be as well so what, where were you manchester how was that sorry i've got something in my chest <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Too out, many cocktails. Out with the midget. <laughs> a text and we didn't reply. <laughs> no, um, I went over there for the weekend. Just It was me and her brother were going to the match and they were going shopping, but we had cocktails planned in Turtle Bay for anybody that knows that there. It is decent. Like, uh, it was, it's good, good we vibe, but just I just... I don't do well drink anymore. Like, I've done it all. I've done my drinking when I was in college and stuff like that. And see, now it's just, I just, it, it sounds bad because I'm only 25, but it's just not worth it anymore. 25 is the age I hit where it, I couldn't handle it that, the same way. I think that's what's hitting me now. <laughs> it, was a, it was hangovers and also just, I can't last as long on a yeah. night out. Like, I can't. I used to be able to just, like, keep drinking pints and obviously I'd get more drunk or I, whatever, but I could stay out. You could keep going. And I, I can't do that anymore. And I'm not talking drop. about I was like God stuff. I wasn't. I Aye. could literally just drink. I could literally go out at like two to like twelve, 
space out loads of pints and I'd be fine. I yeah. can't do it anymore. No. Like I get to like six and I'm fine. Yeah, I'm a greedy cunt too. I just I need something in my hand all the time, so I'll just keep drinking and drinking and then yeah, just, my levels and my eyes start getting heavier and then I'd just be sitting in the corner near fucking sleeping. And like Michael said to me, so Michael would have been the opposite. He never really drank at uh, all. And like we were out the other Saturday and he was like, You're drinking that dead slow and like that's the first time people would ever have said that to me in my life. Especially but I from him too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the opposite. And he's he's now like he's like doing the opposite. He's uh, he, starting he's to go out a wee bit more. He doesn't give a fuck about how he looks and all that. And he used to be dead into the gym and shit. Uh, I think you get that as well. Like I was sort of like that. I was always you have to look good, you have to look well. Whereas now some people still be like, "How are you a PT?" Or someone replied to one of my videos, "Where's your muscles?" If you're gonna say that, there, I was like, "Fuck up, would you?" I get that every single day. <laughs> Just fuck up. Which is fair. Huh? I, I, I'm the same. Like I I'm do, not. I look like Novak Djokovic. You look a big Tony, and then you look at all us. <laughs> <laughs> bog style but I wouldn't want to be massive like no. I know I have no interest in it I just need to be uh, football. I just want to be in decent shape for football have you have you packed in football is that you done no no I'm coming back <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no I was training there for the last two weeks and I said that the the sign me just you can sign whatever for, for how much uh, for amateur oh, fuck I wish it was money <laughs> amateur <laughs> contract there's no no payments none I was just training with him locally and he says maybe could you give me a couple of games for January if you want to go back and try and push up and I just said to him at the minute I'm not like aiming for a certain time or a certain like, team to go for I'm just sort of going to enjoy it locally for however long I do it for and then continue with my coaching prioritise that and then if anything comes of it then I'm going to go for there but I'm on all a fucking waiting list to get driving lessons and stuff so I want to wait till I get my test oh, until I, I want to go anywhere did you just pass? doesn't make me feel as bad then oh, mate, <laughs> fucking every cut their dog's got horrific. one and I want to wait I won't list. go in I've talked about it too much on this podcast uh, but yeah mate the bane of my life for the last like, it's horrible years. and that's um, that's the one reason why I won't go to football like up in Belfast and stuff yet yeah, because my woman would have to drive me and I can't be arsed it. it's not for us she would like she generally says I would drive you anywhere but I don't want that it's, it's actually from... worse though like older you get try to do it oh yeah it... you just feel it's such a dick I know and I'm doing all the wee fucking theory tests and all and I'm, I'm doing alright now and it's like I just need to get into mate I had to go to Preston to do my theory test because Glasgow waitlist was like 6 months it's mad I had to go to Preston which is inbred that's the one thing I regret you asked me earlier in the podcast what do you regret at United spending all my money on that and that because all the rest of the boys were using their money to get lessons well not all of them about 3 or 4 of them whereas we were all just going to Trafford Centre in Manchester and spending yeah. everything we could so that's the one regret I have from my money making in Manchester. I just didn't use it wisely at all. I should have got my fucking test. It's, uh, do you know what I noticed when I came home as well? See, when you can't drive, like everyone just thinks you're got something wrong with you. <laughs> it's a red flag. They ever see X in every fucking yeah. thing? It's like when he doesn't drive when he's past 25 well, I, years old. <laughs> well, I keep saying that like my car is more of an act than me not driving. Like, I'm what driving, is it? Driving my auntie's car. It's like a blue Ford Fiesta. It's got a love heart swinging in the back and it's also got a monkey like like glued to the, the window like that and it says monkeying around on it <laughs> I'd rather so, walk <laughs> uh, and the first time I went to do a podcast near mine and it was the first time I'd ever drove and I drove through a town I'd never drove in. Oh, and no. like the boy I was doing it with watched me like stall as I was going forwards into like a car parking space stall four times and I had to get him to do it <laughs> I had to get him to put it straight just drive the car straight and I think the older you get the more you worry about it like oh, a, I was terrified th- driving. Think of me drive. The thought of me driving now, I'd be like, "Fuck, that's actually scary." Whereas when I was younger, I was like, "I can't wait to do it." Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. buzzing to do it, and then now I'm like, "I think you get worse as you get older. You panic about things a bit more." Are you careful with what you're posting on socials? Uh, not really. Like, fuck. There's nothing. Like, I haven't got any outrageous opinions, and the people ask me an opinion on anything, and I, I want to answer it. I'll answer it. But like, I swear, and you probably noticed now in my videos, I'm the exact same. Like, I'm really fucking loud. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm jumpy. Um, but I. I don't think I'm careful, but I just I don't think I've 
answered anything outrageous yet to the point where people were like fuck him or cancel it because I don't want an artificial sweeteners and I don't oh, want controversial oh, it is though. <laughs> the fucking in America it's like fucking such a big thing I lost, I lost 5,000 followers that week did you? I swear just off that one video what did you say? I just said about Coke Zero being completely grand and moderation and swapping it out for Coke to save calories and I mean I got fucking rinsed at all and I looked nearly every single one was American and I argued with every single one of them underneath did you? oh I got the engagement up mad <laughs> <laughs> but like I lost 5,000 that week and then from there it just keeps declining I was like it's fucking mad do you get so you get much abuse from I like get, and, and I, your DMs as yeah, well? Yeah, I'd get a lot, and especially when I do. I said to Tony earlier, I do anonymous Q and A's because I people be like, "Don't do it." It's, it's bad. I like it. I love seeing like people what they really think, oh, and right. I, I just laugh at it. Like I, I don't know. Like a lot of people don't like seeing stick and stuff, but it wouldn't bother me too much. Like mm. I'm sure you're probably the same. You can deal with stick. I always see it in your TikToks and stuff, just slobbering. But I think it's funny just to give them a bit of abuse back. But like a wee funny one and they hate that even more and they get more riled up and you're just taking the piss like I, I thrive off things like that there. so I, I stopped kind of doing it because when people are actually like trying to debate with you about Aye. stuff I so like I don't care yeah. at all like, even if it's something that's a viewpoint that I have so if it's fitness related Aye. I'm like honestly go do it whatever. What's, what's the point you, go, you'll never change anybody's mind yeah, that's yeah, what so I always say I'm just like go do what you want I don't really care I'm just going to say what exactly. I think that will help people and yeah. if you don't do it I don't care it is. so when people try to debate with me I just I'm like I don't get anything out of that yeah I know but my comments back to people are mostly like not about fitness anymore Aye, like about it, people with dogs in their pictures yeah, <laughs> like I made a comment about like going on holiday or whatever not doing all inclusive holidays when you're trying to diet yeah. and a woman wrote a comment about like how sh- like not great to hear this after I've been in all inclusive in Lanzarote. And I was like, the problem isn't all inclusive. The problems you've went to Lanzarote for a week. <laughs> that is hell. That's, bad, That's <laughs> hell. See all these. I mean, I went to Benidorm for one day this year. We were in Alicante. I seen that. Oh my god, that is the Do you worst. Not get your phone yeah. Fucking hell. But even before that, they were walking up like the the strip, and it's just like it's like Malia, but it's also full of like sixty year olds from Blackpool. Uh- <laughs> just minging me and then you walk down the strip there was on it was five o'clock and there was honestly like a woman pole down dancing in front of no one and i was like this is disgusting <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> shoes are sticking to the street and all that i think like i think tenerife's the only one that i can like get on board with like see all these like lanzarote Aye. grand canary they're and all, all family that. sort of they're a lot very english orientated as yeah. well so they are just like fucking like the lion bar or whatever with the <laughs> British flags and like a bull and all that that is just not me at all yeah no I'm the same I stay my dad always says you should never have to leave Ireland <laughs> he, he's obsessed with Ireland he just thinks it's fucking brilliant he, he where always, is he going holiday in? he fucking um, what do you call Donegal he goes to Donegal he loves Sligo he just goes about all these wee <laughs> Airbnbs with my ma he just loves the country like he had to, my brother had a child quite young so my brother had a child 18 so someone from from was like I'm going to Sligo and all <laughs> my dad's perspective in life just changed as soon as he became a granddad he just he just turned old he, just, he yeah. just stopped doing all these young things and he started watching fucking like uh, gold miners USA all these things on the Discovery Channel hey, my dad that must just be a, like that's not a Irish or Scottish thing I think that's just an old man thing because yeah. my dad watches I don't think they the two, they just put it on there's the two Americans that just travel around in a van and they buy stuff from like uh <laughs> Antique shops or whatever, and then they try to sell it. My dad's obsessed. So that home's under the hammer. 
No, no. no this is like an American version where they actually they'll just go around all these fried places in like Southern America and just, just buy stuff. They'll be like, they'll be like, oh, we've we've heard there's a there's a garage, <laughs> and they'll be going into like Texas or something. This guy's just got a garage full of like random stuff, fucking and they'll just mad. buy stuff off them, sell it. And my dad's sitting eating cornflakes. I'm like, fucking class. <laughs> I if you ask my dad what's the one thing you'd love to do, like if you and then he's like rent an RV and just go the whole way around Ireland. <laughs> Fuck just, off. He loves it. I swear to God, he loves it. My dad just bought a van and this was about a, it was for a three month uh, fucking the whole escapade ball was <laughs> happening. He bought a van because he wanted to turn it into a camper van. My dad wants to sell the house and he wants to just live on the road in Scotland so he doesn't have to pay tax. <laughs> and he he's just going to shower in like leisure, leisure centres. That's brilliant. Are you going to go live? No. <laughs> I'll keep the house up. <laughs> you bad off him. But yeah, that's what he wants to do. That's, that's the same like, as my darling. I want to see Scotland. I think you'd be here for 54 years or 57, sorry. It's the same everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you go in so Ireland. I finally want to see Scotland. Go then. <laughs> keep the house. Just go the weekend. You don't need a <laughs> Don't sell it. Do you need a camper van? Fucking brilliant. It is. It must be an old man thing. That's, I think that's hilarious. So, like, that's if my die, I'm going away to countries and. Mummy be like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I'm heading to Dubai and I'll just see him sitting there. <laughs> my dad, my dad ref- Raging by the sofa. <laughs> my dad refused. My dad's like, I'm not watching World Cup. I'm not watching this in Qatar. I hate the Middle East. He's like that. America as well. He's just... Anything with a different culture uh, is just not... Not him. At all. He doesn't want... I think that's ingrained in me as well uh, from going away. Like, I'll just... I don't hate English people, but I see if I hear an accent. Oh, fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> but that's ingrained in me from my dad. Aye, it, it is. It's where you grew up from, and what, what you hear growing up as a child, you're just sort of like, <laughs> best not repeated, but you hear it, you're just like, ah, oh, it's just sort of, it's instilled in you. <laughs> we ran a, well, my mum and dad ran a pub in London, and my dad told me that, like, out of all the regulars, none of his mates were English. <laughs> I was like, why did you move to London? Well, I suppose I've done the same thing. <laughs> I was going to say that. It is, you're just I exactly am just like my dad. dad. <laughs> Make the exact same mistakes as him. Brilliant. Right, here, I think we'll wrap this up, mate. This has been an absolute pleasure. It's been a random chat. It was. I don't think we touched on anything. I just wanted That's... to bring up the Linfield thing. <laughs> That's all you wrote down. Just score an overhead kick. When was that? Yeah. Against oh. Larn? against Lamb. Oh yeah, was he I was going to go for the one against America. Why is there not a video of that? It was quite shit. Was it? I, I sort of... Did you just fall over backwards? Yeah, it was. Like, that's what it was. All the boys were taking the piss out of me the next week. I was like, fuck, I sped it up so it looked better on my video. <laughs> on my highlights on YouTube, I put it on two speed. Have you got a highlights thing? I've got... Nah, I didn't make one. I never made one. Oh, Couldn't be arsed with. I'd have loved that. Fuck no. That's why exactly you... the reason I didn't make it because when you're older and that's still on YouTube, you're just getting the you piss tick. shittest overhead <laughs> kick ever. Do you want to plug some of your stuff? Nah, nah. I think I'm good. I've got a recipe book. No, there's nothing to plug. I've got a recipe book. If anybody wants to buy one, (laughs) get the fuck out of this building. (laughs) Do you ever hear people like you want to plug anything and they spend about twenty minutes? I was like, nah. Just follow me on Instagram or Cross Fitness. That's about the head of it. (laughs) Catch you after me.